listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Jake Neer, in for Stephen Henderson. We've been talking this hour about the historic number of women expected to serve in President Joe Biden's cabinet. We want to spend the rest of the hour talking about a specific nominee and how significant her confirmation would be. Representative Deb Holland is Biden's nominee to lead the Department of Interior. She would be the first Native American cabinet member of any agency and the first indigenous secretary of interior. It's a deeply historic moment for tribal nations who have a centuries-long history of being disempowered and disenfranchised by the federal government. Her nomination is looking more and more likely now, with at least three GOP senators signaling possible support for her confirmation. And joining me now to talk more about this is someone we talk to often about issues affecting indigenous people here on Detroit Today. Megan Latagupta is a member of the Sioux Tribe of Chippewa Indians and founder of Indigenizing the News, a digital news source dedicated to educating non-Native allies about Native nations, cultures, issues, and knowledge systems. Megan, well, Megan Lata, welcome back to Detroit Today. Hi, thanks so much for having me. It's great to have you back on the show, um, and uh, it's great to be talking to you about this uh, issue specifically. Uh, so, so Deb Holland, Representative Deb Holland, is a member of the uh, Laguna Pueblo of New Mexico. Her confirmation would mean for that, that, that for the very first time in 250 years, Native Americans mm-hmm. would be represented at the cabinet level. Um, I mean, how are you feeling uh, as an indigenous woman about that prospect? I mean, I'm I'm so excited. I'm I'm really excited um, because you know exactly like you're saying. For so long, um, you know, Native nations have had to work with people who didn't really understand our beliefs or our ties to the environment or the way we think about land, the way we think about tribal sovereignty. And so to have someone leading the department who understands that, who has that lived experience who's ready to listen and create better relationships is it's absolutely amazing. I think it's going to be, um, I think it's going to be so fruitful, especially as we kind of look towards the future and, and really hope for, for better relationships and new futures. And, and something that you said there, I think was so, so key, the, the listening aspect of this and the conversation aspect of this, um, you and I have talked offline about how, um, you know, for me, my first job out of uh, college in public radio was in Barrow, Alaska, which is now called Ukpiagvik, which is the uh, the uh, Inupiaq uh, name for for that community, um, and 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 that is right. Uh, next to the Outer Continental Shelf, where mm. uh, Shell and BP wanted oil leases and gas leases to drill. And that was happening right where the bowhead whale migration happens, which is the main source of food for this community. They are subsistence hunters, and that is how they feed their families and their communities. And uh, again, I mean, keep in mind, this is the Obama administration. This isn't during the mm-hmm. Trump administration or, or George W. Bush's administration. Um, the 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 meetings that would happen there, it seemed like almost every week with officials from the Department of Interior um, you know, they were heavily attended. Everyone came and everyone said their piece. But there was never any sense that there was real 
consideration, you know, or even mm-hmm. even real understanding. I mean, we saw the same folks from uh, the Department of Interior coming up every week. And you think that after a while of sitting through hours of, of these meetings that they would that it would that something might change in their mind or that they yeah. would. Uh, but but it just never seemed to happen. And now, I mean, thinking of. Uh, I mean, the fact that uh, Lisa Murkowski, one of Alaska's senators, is now uh, signaling support mm-hmm. for Deb Holland. It's it's uh, as I've said before, it's it borders on revolutionary in some ways. Yeah, it absolutely does. I mean, exactly what you're saying. I think um, Deb Holland was asked some very difficult questions throughout um, some of her confirmation hearings. And a lot of what she came back to is that I want to be a leader for a lot of different people, but a big part of her goals is fostering more communication and more of that active listening that um, we have not seen uh, enough before, you know, not just going to the table and having a conversation, but also thinking about the tangible ways that a relationship can be made and actually doing consultation and taking it very seriously, not just doing it to do it. And I think, you know, a lot of her answers to questions, um, you know, thinking about fossil fuels, thinking about pipelines, was that tribes need to be consulted, tribes need to be listened to, um, and that these are very difficult, you know, questions and policy changes and everything like that. But at the end of the day, that listening needs to come first and the consultation needs to be a priority. So, you know, obviously, I've already referenced Alaska. When we talk about this, uh, when we talk about it, Department of Interior, when we talk about this specific nomination, mm-hmm. we talk a lot about Western states so, and, and mm-hmm. uh, with, with vast swaths of federal land. But I wanted to get your, your thoughts on what it means here in Michigan specifically. Obviously, we do have federal lands here in Michigan. Uh, and, and of course, uh, we have a, a number of tribes as well. Uh, what does it mean for, um, uh, for us here in the state of Michigan, uh, you know, a state that is often left out of the national conversation about this? Yeah, definitely. Well, we have 12 federally recognized Native nations in the state of Michigan who all have a relationship with the federal government, who are all, you know, working with the Department of the Interior. And so it's absolutely important. And, you know, what makes this so revolutionary, like you say, is that, you know, all of these Native nations in Michigan are going to be working with the Department of the Interior, hopefully having a better relationship. And when we think about, uh, you know, treaties, land rights, hunting and fishing, um, cultural preservation and cultural heritage, which is something um, that a lot of Native nations in Michigan have been increasing conversations about and fighting towards. All of those things will be at the forefront of these conversations. And they don't just affect Native people in Michigan, they affect all people in Michigan. And and looking, uh, again, specifically at this, at Interior, I mean, that department oversees nearly a fifth of U.S. territory. Um, And it's Mm -hmm. a department that has a really huge impact on the lives of Native peoples. Uh, Can you expand a little bit on on what that means for for, uh, Native nations here? Yeah, so the Department of the Interior, you know, like you were saying, has a relationship with the almost 600 or maybe a little over 600 federally recognized and state recognized tribes. So, you know, we have a relationship with the department over thinking about reservation land. So it's it's about land, but it's also about our resources, um, thinking about, you know, hunting and fishing rights. And something else that's really important, like I said, is thinking about how to protect our sacred land um, and how to interact with public lands like the national parks, um, which have historically excluded Native people 
um, or push Native people out. But something that could also be very interesting, and we'll see what happens with that, is how public lands can work to keep incorporating Native voices back into those lands, back into the national parks. So that's another thing um, that I personally am really excited to see um, if we see developments with that uh, going forward. I'm speaking with Megan Lata-Gupta, a member of the Sioux Tribe of Chippewa Indians and a founder of Indigenizing the News, a digital news source dedicated to educating non-Native allies about Native nations, cultures, issues, and knowledge systems. And if you want to join the conversation, the number on the lines is 313-577-1019. Again, that's 313-577-1019. How significant to you is this nomination of Representative Deb Holland and what it means for indigenous people here in the United States. What about the 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 number of women, more generally speaking, that President Biden is nominating to his cabinet, a historic number of women and the most diverse uh, set of nominees that we've ever seen in a presidential cabinet? How important is that to you personally about, uh, you know, making sure that a presidential cabinet looks like America. Um, and, you know, do you think it's enough? We'd really love to hear from you if you think that there are specific steps that you would like to see to make sure that we have better representation here in positions of power at the federal level and at the state level as well. Again, the number is 313-577-1019. And you can also leave your questions and comments on Twitter using the hashtag Detroit Today. And Megan Lotta, I, I wanted to talk about um, what you personally think of some of the uh, things that we've seen with Rep- Representative Holland's confirmation. Uh, it, it has, mm-hmm. uh, in some ways, um, brought out some negative uh, sort of uh, uh, tropes, stereotypes, uh, comments about yeah. uh, indigenous people here in the United States for people who are opposing her confirmation to that position as uh, Interior Secretary. Um, you know, talk about how significant that is and, and uh, what that means. Yeah, so, I mean, we definitely, we've talked about this before, um, there are a lot of really negative stereotypes and misconceptions about Native people that exist today, um, you know, such as that we're all the same, or that we don't exist anymore, or that we're, you know, a primitive group of people, or that, you know, we're angry or lazy. There's a lot of these stereotypes. And I think definitely, it, it's been it's been hard, and I really admire, I think, um, I think Deb Holland has handled a lot of the questions with with such power and and grace and um, knowledge. I think a lot of what it comes down to is the fact that, you know, Native people were always trying to navigate, um, you know, existing, you know, our ties to our tribal communities, our understandings of colonialism and, you know, our relationship with the United States while also being a part of the United States. And, you know, for Deb Holland. Uh, being a part of the government um, and being nominated to a cabinet position. And so it's always, you know, navigating that is always going to be a very complex thing. And I think she's handling it really well. But it also has meant that, you know, she's been asked a lot of some really difficult questions. I mean, she she was asked about why she went to Standing Rock. Mm. Um, and she said, you know, I, I came because I didn't think the tribes were consulted. And I, I came to to support the tribal nations. And that is where you see kind of navigating that because, um, you know, she had to balance the ties and the understanding of 
that lived experience as a Native person, you know, wanting to protect sacred land. And also now she's being asked this as someone who is going to be the Secretary of the Interior yeah. um, and, and how to navigate that. And so I think it's, it's really complex, but it always comes down to the fact that we've been learning how to navigate these two kind of sides of our identities throughout our whole lives, like every Native person. And, and she's, she's still doing that. And it's going to be, you know, probably something that um, she'll be working with throughout her, her time her whole time, you know, working with the administration. Yeah. We, we only have about a minute left, but I want to get Madeline in Ann Arbor here in the conversation. Madeline, uh, like I said, uh, we got to keep it short, but what would you like to say? Hi, Megan Lada. I was just wondering what your thoughts are on how education policy needs to change in the United States. And, and I, th- I believe uh, specifically in terms of uh, educating people about Native culture, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, Megan Lada. Uh, we've, like I said, we have about a minute here. But uh, what's your response to what Madeline is saying there? Oh well, thank you. I mean, it. I mean, education, like we said, has tied to tied to every single aspect of this. Um, you know, Holland is going to be leading uh, the Department of the Interior, but it's also about um, you know educating people about. Native Americans and what that means, you know, I think education policy has a a long way to go. And that could definitely be creating national curriculums about Native people, working with states to increase relationships between schools and local Native nations, having more conversations about treaties, Native American history, contemporary Native American people, Um, you know, like the conversation we're having right now are all forms of education policy that I'd, I'd really like to see. I'm really excited about. Megan Latagupta is a member of the Sioux Tribe of Chippewa Indians and founder of Indigenizing the News, a digital news source dedicated to educating non-Native allies about Native nations, cultures, issues, and knowledge systems. Megan Lada, thank you again for joining us once again here on Detroit Today. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. That's all for today. This is WDET-FM, Detroit's NPR station, your connection to news, music, and conversation. Detroit Today is produced by me and Anna Marie Seisling. Our program director is Joan Isabella. Technical director and engineer is Matthew Trevethan. Our associate producers are Claire Brennan, Elise Hurd, and Nora Ryan. Detroit Today's music is created by Sam Bobian and Will Sessions. Stephen Henderson's back on Monday. We'll hear from you then. Thanks.